Welcome to the VMOX Road to Mobile Victory podcast. Enterprise mobility is bigger and more complicated than ever. In this series, we'll talk about the latest trends, inspiring success stories, and simple and effective tips for managing your corporate mobile assets, expenses, and services. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Andrea Leiby, Director of Marketing at VMOX. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how the talent shortage is affecting the technology industry, the role of mobile devices in recruiting, and how IT automation is being used to make employers, employees, I should say, happier and more productive, although I'm sure employers would be happier too. Joining me today is Justin Mincher, VMOX Senior Channel Sales Manager, and Catherine Barenbrinker, CEO and founder of Simplicity Communications, a leading technology consultancy. Welcome to the both of you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Happy to be here. So I usually like to start off with a fun question so our listeners can get to know you. So why don't you each tell me briefly about your first job or maybe the the worst job you've ever had? (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) I would say, you know, besides the babysitting and blueberry picking when I was really young. Um, My first job was a co-op when I was in high school at an attorney firm. I always like to think that that really molded me because I think if you can handle attorneys when you're, when you're in your (laughs) mid teens, that, that has to form something. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Justin, what about you? Mine is, uh, is certainly my first job, but it was probably also my worst job, which was when I was, uh, too young to actually work. Uh, my neighbor's dad, uh, at the time, uh, had a, uh, a tire shop. And so literally I spent eight hour days throwing and lacing tires all day long. However, the only fun part of it was it was in a not so great part of town. And so it was literally a jungle gym to get into the building when we would get there in the morning. I mean, like literally we would park the truck by this particular door. We'd have to jump from that on top of the roof to go into like the courtyard in the middle of this (laughs) old building and scale down and then go in the inside door. It was just, it was for being a kid, it was quite fun, but it was also quite dangerous. So that, that would be mine. (laughs) Well, those are interesting things for sharing. I think, you know, one of my toughest jobs I ever had was in college at a a hostess at a very high-end popular restaurant. And let me just tell you, hangry is a real thing. I mean, I I saw it firsthand, I would say, in my experience. Um, Well, today's topic is certainly a hot one. You know, most would agree the great resignation is far from over. Uh, Job loyalty in general seems to be kind of disappearing you know, and HR and benefits are undergoing a huge transformation to adjust to this new reality. And, you know, I think when we look back, while initially select industries like retail and hospitality seem to kind of experience the worst of it, right now, tech and telecom are feeling it, you know, and we know that running an IT department has never been easy, but it's certainly gotten a lot more difficult now. Um, Catherine, you know, you have both big and small clients that span various sectors, are they experiencing these challenges? And, you know, what kind of creative solutions have you seen um, them develop? Absolutely. Uh, I'm seeing it with my very large clients and small clients. There's just, um, it's challenging to 
go through the hiring process, you're going to spend 30% more budget on a mm-hmm. particular individual, and they're probably going to be 30% less qualified mm-hmm. and not as, you know, not have the depth of experience. Um, so I think it's definitely a challenge. And I think the creative solutions that are, are happening are automation. We have to be looking at the process and procedures of the workflow of companies and figuring out ways to automate or optimize uh, the positions. I think that uh, there's a lot of opportunity for people to, to stop and look at what they're doing and, and stop saying, we've always done it this way. I think they need to look at it and say, what's, what is important? How can we evolve this? How can we leverage technology to help um, get the work done? Because we're just not, uh, you just can't get those employees in there. And if you do, they're not staying as long. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times you go through training someone and then they leave. So uh, first and foremost, I think optimizing what people are doing and what those tasks are and what are ways you can optimize? And the second thing is, is I think um, leveraging some of your trusted resources where you can um, outsource uh, and, and leverage um, companies to, to help with that. I, I think that that while all companies are having challenges of talent, when you reach out to trusted partners uh, and outsource some of those projects, um, uh, you know, those, those trusted partners have more uh, deep resources that they can bring in. I, I know that we've done this with some of our, um, some of our uh, mobility customers where, where we've been able to outsource that because they just can't keep those, that talent on their staff. Yeah. And I think it's too a delicate balance with not wanting to overburden your existing staff so that they burn out, right? Because you still want to retain them, but realize, you know, what the skill set of your team is and, you know, how you need to address those gaps. There was yeah, a survey. There was a survey from Talent LMS and Workable that said that 72% of tech employees in the U.S. are considering leaving their jobs in the next year. So it's this interesting dichotomy. You know, organizations want to move fast. They really want to um, be able to compete. But on the other hand, they don't necessarily, to your point, have the people and the skills to do so. So more and more, there seems to be this pull towards managed services. You know, Justin, in your perspective, what opportunities do you think managed services offers for enterprise, especially when it comes to handling their IT assets? And are there certain industries that you think need managed services more than others, such as, you know, healthcare and retail? Yeah, I think, you know, Catherine kind of hit on a piece of it, which is, you know, from a managed service perspective, it allows, you know, for whatever that particular category may be, uh, to get it off their plate and whether it's, you know, because they don't have an employee in general uh, that can fill that particular role, or if it's because they are trying to keep the plate from just overflowing too much, uh, which is certainly being an issue. Um, so that's, you know, I, I would say kind of an issue that the managed service solves for everyone, kind of regardless of industry. Um, but I think also when you provide a solution that is a managed service, right? You're replacing what a team member or maybe a couple or few team members are are trying their best to do um, with a a team and a solution that is designed and skilled specifically at that, right? So beyond just the, the staffing aspect of it, 
it's actually the result of having something that is purpose-built, that is going to achieve better results. It's going to streamline better than you could try to do internally. And again, while kind of having those benefits, you get to get it off your plate. And so it just kind of, I, I think, makes sense overall for um, everyone. But I would say, you know, from an industry perspective, where it might be uh, the most impactful, you know, and specifically to us is, you know, folks that have a lot of IT assets and specifically mobile assets that are out in the field, right? And so mm-hmm. it's not just folks that are, you know, centered in an HQ office and, you know, it's kind of easy to touch and get support for everything because it's, you know, it's upstairs on the third floor, you know, Tom's yeah. available kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. So, you know, as we kind of talked about before, automation is seen by a lot of folks as really a terrific solution to the talent shortage, right? Companies get to get rid of a lot of tedious manual tasks that make the workday less satisfying and really slow down productivity. And instead, what you get are people are more excited about their jobs and free to use their skills and time to do what they enjoy. So it's kind of a a win-win. You know, Catherine, why do you think it makes sense to really make sure that you simplify and standardize before you automate? And to the both of you, you know, do have you seen clients really benefit from automated processes within their specifically their enterprise mobility program? Yeah, that's a great question. And um, I think it makes so much sense to simplify and standardize because it's it's like that that saying garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. You need to clear out the clutter so that you can really see what you're automating. And it also gives companies uh, an opportunity to really look at the process and make sure that it's still relevant. And I think that Justin's um, comment about being purpose-built, it's really difficult for companies to hire somebody that's in a position that, you know, is very uh, specific with the knowledge and able to stay trending, right? Mm -hmm. Um, It just, when you get higher, then you you get spread out and you're doing things. And so purpose built and utilizing a team um, that, that that's their, that's what they do, um, you know, all day. That's, that's such a, a benefit um, because you, you gain all of that experience that they use on any number of companies, um, but they're able to bring that in and really help with that team. So, th- you know, outsourcing to that is just so important in, 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 with that automation. Yeah, and I would add to that in kind of the, the integration piece is, you know, we see it every day when we're, you know, onboarding new clients ourselves, and it's, you know, one thing we try to take in is an employee file, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea there is just to, you know, associate users to to their assets, right? And it is so common for the customer to not have a real source of truth and just kind of like, well, we've been kind of flying by the seat of our pants or, you know, you look at a carrier invoice and, you know, John Jones in IT is the name on every single device because that's the person that placed the order, Right. So when you can streamline and and automate those pieces so that names attached to devices, which then attach to reporting, it it just changes the landscape entirely. Yeah, makes sense. So we've been seeing and we've we've wrote about this before, but the role of mobile devices in recruiting and you really using that um, from a benefit side. Have you guys seen any of this in practice? And you know, what do you think about it generally off the cuff? Yes, actually, I have. And 
uh, I think that that you know companies have to get really creative in what benefits they're offering and you know the device you know the mobile device is so important to individuals that that's really becoming a priority to say if i can give them that device and i can um you know make sure that that it's up to date they're going to want to stay and they're going to mm-hmm. want to stay with the company and i think it's it, it's important you know, it's, it's ranked right up there. So uh, I definitely have seen, uh, seen clients initiate that. I think the mobile device is the new gym pass is what I've kind of equated it to. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So with so many teams in a leaner state and on this huge backlog of projects from the pandemic, which I'm sure a lot of people have, it's really hard. I think sometimes for people to know what to prioritize, right? What should I put in my, my, my top bucket? Uh, does either one of you have any advice for our listeners on, you know, how they can decide what's most important and what will be most mission critical to their organization? Yeah, I have, um, you know, there's so many thoughts on this, uh, but I think that when you really think about what to prioritize, um, automating uh, has to be top. You have to look at what is available to automate and optimize because yeah. the more that you can optimize and automate, it leaves the more complex work to the individual. And like you said earlier, um, you know, it's funner. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, there's a lot of portals and things that you, you, you can have visibility on and make it gamified, gamified, right? So yeah. that people can, it's all about visibility. That's what really automation is. You want to make decisions based on the data that you see, and it gives you that visibility. So I think making that, um, you know, keeping employees happy, you want that employee experience, and you want to be able to um, ha- make decisions on that data. So I think, you know, finding a resource that can help you automate, um, you know, and then what's going to happen is you're probably going to optimize costs as well. Mm-hmm. And, and that's super important for budgets right now. So find a good partner to, to help you um, do some automation throughout your technology spend. And I bet you, you know, you'll, uh, you'll get some a real return on investment for that. Yeah, and I would I would add to that, you know, when we look at from a priority perspective, you know, what projects might there be that are being impacted in multiple departments, right? So obviously we focused kind of on IT today in general, but I think about like, you know, our solution for mobility, we integrate for, into aspects of HR, into finance, to procurement, and of course IT. And so if there's you know, projects that, you know, impact more broadly than others, I would say, Mm -hmm. you know, that can certainly take uh, priority. And then the other, you know, piece is what level of effort do those integrations and automations take, right? So, you know, on our side, we have a team of developers that help, you know, build those integrations out. So from our perspective, you know, we're built to kind of make it an easier lift on, on a customer, but at the end of the day, if there's projects that can be done that are easier lifts that also relieve workload from multiple departments, you know, I, I think that's certainly worth the consideration. Yeah. And I would say too, probably adding to that, you know, what's critical for your business? I know with the pandemic, um, there's a lot of people that have still not returned to the office and honestly might never, right? So think about, you know, how you use your devices and how you use your pieces of technology and, you know, focus on those pieces that 
impact how people do their jobs every day. You know, if if you are very dependent on your mobile device and you're in the field and you don't have it anymore because that project maybe got sidelined, uh, that's gonna that's gonna ripple. So I think that that's one piece. And you know, what will help you really grow and scale? You know, what are those projects that help you be future proof? That really help you um, build up your team and your skill set and an infrastructure that really supports where your company and your department's going to grow. Yeah. I mean, to that point, you know, I, I kind of joke, it was kind of a funny situation, but right before I got on a, a meeting last week, I'd lost power. And so of course I, I, I lost my computer and my internet and, you know, kind of everything just to, to have my next conference call. Yeah. And it was like, what was my default? Well, it was, it was my phone, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously I have my apps, I have, you know, all the data I need, I have my meetings, I can join, I can talk, I can see, I can, you know, do whatever else. So it's kind of funny as you were just saying that, Andrea, I, I feel like if something had to go down for me versus something staying up, I would rather everything go down and still have my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. I agree. <laughs> I would agree. Well, awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Those are great insights. You know, we, I think we're undoubtedly in a new era, you know, companies that don't find a way to find that right talent or partner with the right vendors, I think they're just going to find themselves probably unable to compete. So I appreciate this conversation. You know, I look forward to maybe continuing it another time, exploring what's trending in technology and enterprise mobility management. So thank you again for joining me. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. From all of us here at VMOX, thank you for listening. Remember, mobile victory can be yours. Just trust in the experts. We'll see you next time on the road to mobile victory. To learn more, visit us at vmox.com or follow us on LinkedIn.